Welcome. You are about to listen to a destiny-changing message preached by Pastor David at Caris Phase 2. Caris Phase 2 is our revival-seeking youth ministry where young people are coming to know Jesus Christ. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Be blessed as you listen. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23, 24, 25. Being born again, not of corruptible seed. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Verse 24, for all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flowers, flower of grass, the grass with the wreath and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Amen. It is so loaded. Sometimes you'll be surprised what the word of God has already said which we haven't discovered. The word of God has said something so profound. It says that Being born again, say, born again. again. So those who who talk down born again, they don't understand the Bible. Because they are human beings who are born again. We have been born once, but you can be born again. And unless you are born again, John 3.3, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So then a lot of things that we say about the kingdom of God, your mind is blind. Oh, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. All this nonsense. Yeah, because you're not born again. You cannot see. Except a man is born again, he cannot see. Ah, okay, and now I got it. If you are not born again, you can't get it. You can't get it. Anything concerning the kingdom, you can't get it. <laughs> so he said, there are human beings who are not born ones. They are walking on the streets. They live in homes with us. They go to unis, colleges, and schools with us. But they have been born twice. They are born again. Say, born again. And he says that anyone who is born again, there is something behind it. And he said, what the instrumental cause for you to be born again? When a lady says, says to a guy that there's a problem. And the guy said, what's the problem? He said, I missed my period. You know what that means. Yeah, It means that there has been an instrumental cause from the guy. I mean, if you understand exactly. What did you say? There has been some interaction. Yes, I like that. (laughs) There's been some interaction. And it's a historic interaction which cannot be reversed. So it has caused an effect. And it was found out usually after four weeks. <laughs> it's been found out that huh, sometimes it takes um, eight weeks. Other times, 12 weeks. Because you didn't get to it then after it's happened again. I haven't seen my period for a while. Oh, but that's not normal. Hang on. What's going on? Then she begins to observe. Then, oh! Oh my goodness. Then history begins to kick in. Oh no. On that Valentine's Day. Miss periods will be, will, be, will be traceable to today. Thank God for you. Some seeds are flying. 
Seas are flying, but that's why we also come to receive the flying seed of God. <laughs> so when we receive the flying seed of God, it gives birth to something of God. So he said, being born again, not by corruptible seed. Every seed that gives birth the first time or normal seed, it's always subject to decay. Every seed is subject to decay. Me, one day, I will die. I know some of you don't think it will happen to you. Because the way you plan your life, it looks like you are not planning for death. The way you are planning your life, you don't have any plans for death. <laughs> but the root awakening is that you too, one day, for it is appointed unto man. As long as you're a human being, it is an appointment. It is appointed unto man once to die. So everyone gonna die. <laughs> Every one of us gonna die. I feel like preaching like an American. You gonna die. But the good news is not now, not now, not now, not now, not now, not now. So you have to use the now so that if there is anything after death, because it looks like from what the Bible is saying, death is not really an end. It's a beginning of another chapter, which is determined by what you do now. Ooh. Well, he said, but he says that as long as your human life is a seed responsible for that, that seed is corruptible. So one day it will see corruption. It will die. So he says that being not um, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed. Then he says, just for you to know what I'm talking about, by the word of God. The word of God. What did he say about the word of God? I can't hear you. It does what? The word of God lives. Huh? It's not just paper. Girl, this is not just paper. It's living. It's, in fact, in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, it says that for the word of God is living. Kabana Shatakaya. He said, for the word of God is living. You try reading it, you begin to realize that this thing is talking to you. It looks like this is not just paper. Because when I read it, it talks to me. When I read it, Martin Luther said, it has feet, it runs after me. It has mouth, it speaks to me. It has hands, it grabs me. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Because it's living. He said the word of God is living. So he says that when you are a person is born again, is born again not of a corruptible seed. If you are really born again, the word of God is responsible. Yeah. It got you born again. And he says that, that whatever gets you born again is not corruptible. It cannot be destroyed. It stays in your system. It stays in your system. Even if you try to backslide, the thing stays in your system. It stays in your system. It stays in your system. It stays in your system. Then he says that the word of God lives. Say the word of God lives. Oh, some of you are not saying it like you mean it. Say it again. The word of God lives. And it's a new King James, please. The word of God lives. And the word of God abides forever. That means that it's there. You may not agree with it by <laughs> if you don't like the sun, it doesn't change anything. I, I hate the sun. They say, I, I, don't be, I don't believe the sun is hot. I, no, no, it's, it's not a problem. Keep talking. It's a bias. Our great, 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 we will go, it will be here. Yeah. In fact, the Bible puts it this way. I think in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, somewhere there, after, well, Ecclesiastes, it says that the earth, one generation cometh and another generation comes and goes, another generation cometh. 
but the earth abides forever. We came to meet it. One, one for another. One generation passes away and another generation comes. But as for the earth is here, you go. So he said, I don't believe in, I don't believe in the sun. I don't believe in the sea. Please don't worry. You go. It will still be here. So Bible says that, but there's one actual thing. Even though this earth abides forever, what it's trying to say in the context of human life, we all come and meet the earth, we'll go. Some of you, I know some of you are not aware that most of us, the street you live on, your street, has been there for a very long time. I know some live in new development, so. <laughs> but, but, but. A place like Kamawa Road. This road It's been there long. There are houses just around this neighborhood which have been here for a very long time. It's just the occupants that just moved in. But the house has been there longer than the occupants. The earth has been around for a long time. We are just new, uh, new kids on the block. <laughs> we just came. Now you begin to talk, oh, I don't believe in there. I only believe in Finish saying what you're saying. It's still there. But it says that even, if, even though the earth is always around, there's something that outlasts the earth. is the word of God. So instead of connecting and committing your life to what is passing, why don't you connect and commit your life with what never goes away? Your boyfriend left. How many of you have some exes that went? In fact, that's why it's called X. How many of you have? Uh, yes. Uh, they go. They come and they go. Some of you two had BFFs. We, we have gone long time. <laughs> Comes and goes. But the word of God abides forever. Now, it's going to get a very interesting. Look at the next verse. Verse 24. It said, because all flesh. Now, that word flesh there means all human beings or anything created. But particularly, all human beings. All flesh. How many flesh? How many? Are you sure? Including the rich flesh, poor flesh, nice flesh, not so nice flesh, ugly flesh, <laughs> huh? big flesh. I was just about to say that. Big flesh, skinny flesh, fleshy flesh, meaty flesh. He said, All flesh is, he didn't say all flesh is grass. So be careful when you, how we treat people. Never treat anybody like trash. No. Never treat anybody like trash. Tell somebody they are talking to you. Tell someone, never treat anybody like grass. Some of you who have exes. Especially guys. You treat that ex like... I'm not saying go back to her, but, but please, I'm just... <laughs> Never treat anybody like grass in spite of their belief, in spite of their background, their status, their gender, their op opinions. Never treat any human being like grass in spite of their race. Never treat any human being like grass or for that matter, like trash. He said in the scriptures, all flesh is us. So if it is us, we have to then look at the characteristics of grass to determine the identification or the similarities of the characteristics of grass that will play out in all flesh. And one major characteristic of grass is that 
It does not last. It looks, looks green for a very short time. And it's so fragile that you put your foot on it, walk on it a little bit, then it begins to go. So in some places, you don't walk on grass. Because it's so, so, so. And if you don't water it, it begins to dry up. It goes brown. Is it not similar to what people are spending today for? Many people. Romance, romance, romance. It goes green. A grass dries up very quickly. When he is not getting what he wants, when she's not getting what she wants, or they are getting better somewhere, the thing begins to dry up. <laughs> what did you say? On February the 15th, it dries up. <laughs> February the 14th, it seems to be very flourishing. Then February the 15th, it's already dried up. Grass with this, okay, it's there. It says that all, all flesh is as grass and all the glory. That's very interesting. Not only flesh, but all the wig. All the eyelashes, all the beard and the hairstyles, the muscles, that's the glory. So what makes you desirable to others if it is physical, that glory, what makes you feel better than others? Is what we can classify as glory. So for some of you, you have curvy hair or curly hair. The waves. <laughs> some of us, we have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yours is like flowers. It's fading. <laughs> Others have a lot of it. They have plaited it. Nice in very strange ways and nice ways and different ways. I'm talking about guys. And some girls, their hair is like my own. <laughs> but it's not fault of theirs. It just does not grow like some guys. Beard, it does, they do everything. It doesn't come. <laughs> it doesn't come. They've done everything. So, eh? Use different oils and it still doesn't come. <laughs> so then, you whose own come just naturally plenty, you feel better. Your legs are straight. Someone's legs is not straight. You feel better. Big hips. Yes, your aunties have been telling you this will give you good marriage. Nonsense. <laughs> it's so it's, it's so so you are going to do you have your biggest dream is to do BB yeah. all flesh is us and all the glory of man is us flower of the grass not flowers it's the flower of the grass you know some grass, sometimes you see some, yes. Those, those ones are even worse than the grass itself. <laughs> it's not flowers. It's a flower of the grass. The flowers fall quicker than the grass. What is that? Glory. He said the thing that makes you think you are better than somebody, especially when it's not something inside. Because flower is usually not inside, right? Flowers are not inside the tree, like inside the plant. No, flowers are always exterior. So anything exterior to your life, like your hair, your skin, your height, your fatness, your leanness, 
all of it is as grass. Have you seen a woman who has what almost everyone wants to get so long as body looks are concerned? And her man is cheating on her. All the time. All the time. So this, the money you are using for BBL, please give it to church. <laughs> give it to charity. Build me a house. Because all the, I'm not saying it's not good to look nice. If you have hair, nice hair, use it. If you have nice something, use it. But remember, that's the glory of man. It's like the flower of grass. It's falling. I'm talking about the flowers are falling. On Valentine's, remember that even though they are saying love, love, the flowers are actually falling. The flowers are Flowers are so flimsy. They give you a, a bunch of flower bouquet. If you don't put it in water, if you don't put it in water, if you don't put it in water, its lifespan is far shorter. If you put it in water, it can last for a week instead of a day. Because you have put it in water. It says that the water, the water of the word. That flower of your life, even though it's falling and fading, he who, it says that, but the word of God abides forever. So then if you take your flower and you put it in the water of the word, Instead of committing it into the hands of your friend. All this excessive makeup, is it for a boy? Oh. I know, I know you, you did it. You have not touched to it. But it will last. And the problem is not the fact that it's short-lived. But it can also leave you short-changed. <laughs> Depending on who you commit to. So on a day like this, remember, every nice thing that you think is important, so long as you're, you've been desirable by somebody's concern. Uh, she would like me more if I go to gym more, or if I make some more money, if I change my car, uh, and I go and get... Uh, Maybe a BN. I don't have the money, but at least I'll get the girl. <laughs> you don't have money for car. But you're using the car you don't have money for to get girls. They will find out it's not yours by the time you have scammed them. And emptied their account to pay fuel. For fuel. <laughs> So what am I trying to say? The flowers are falling. I just came to remind somebody, whether I like it or not, if you don't bath tomorrow, you start smelling. Why? Because the flowers are falling. Even tonight. <laughs> because why? It's a sign. There's always a constant reminder about life to you that thing, the flowers are falling. So maximize what you do so long as the word of God is concerned. Connect it to something that abides because flowers are falling. The flowers are falling but, but the word of God abides. The flowers are falling but the word of God abides forever. The flowers are falling. The flowers are falling. Your flowers are falling. Everybody that's how fair God is. Everybody has got some flowers. Oh yeah. Everybody has got something that is better than others. You may not have money, but you have such beautiful ears. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? 
You may, you may, you may not have a lot of beard, but you have such wonderful body build. You may not have heavy body, but you have hairy body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is what gave Joseph the blessing. The hair on his body. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> you, you, you don't play hairy body. <laughs> they said, Come, let me feel your body. Said, oh, that's the hair. He said, Oh, this is my, my son's. Body is like a blessed field of the land. What did he say? He said, please come here that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son is or not. And he felt him and he felt the hair. <laughs> you see? And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother. Yeah. That hair gave him advantage and he got a blessing. Don't be lamenting. My hair, my legs are too hairy. My legs are. Some men are begging for small hair. <laughs> hey! hey! Is that what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody. Some of you. You may not have height, but you have style. <laughs> working here some of you maybe you don't have big eyes your eyes are like mine but your nails you don't need additions some of you when, when, when you, you come out of the house you're going out everybody stops to wow See, that's the glory that is good. But remember, as they are saying, wow, you know that it's falling. It's falling. So you're a young girl. The guys are keep, keep telling you, girl, baby, you're so good. You're so good. As they are saying, you're so good. You say, it's falling in your head. It's falling. The flowers are falling. So what can I do to maximize my time now so I don't waste my energies? Because most people are making a lot of noise about Valentine's Day. Not because of what they'll give to you but because of what they can get from you. They've reduced Valentine's Day to romantic love. It's so much of it's all about romance. All, all, all these things. What is it for? This one. It's all about romance. <laughs> all this. <laughs> The flowers are falling. You know, this, these balloons, if you leave them here next week, by the time you come, flowers are falling. Unless your own is plastic. <laughs> but if it's fake, that's fraud. Scam. Yeah. So, you are spending money on wig and makeup so a boy can love you. Did you realize it's not sustainable? It's not. Some of you are so fortunate. I thank God for your lives because your age is your advantage. Some people have, have now 32 and they are desperately, they are regretted and they are desperately, they could go back 10 years later back to change what they did but it's too late 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 Leroy has hurt them already yeah Lily has hurt them already Layla Layla <laughs> has hurt them already it's too late yeah and now they can't stand Layla because Layla is chasing them, has taken them to child maintenance or child support. And it's, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Layla is troubling him. 
At a point in time, Layla was the best thing, the best flower in his life. The flowers are. The flowers are. The flowers are. So wake up. Pastor, so are you trying to say, I can't love anybody? Oh, you have to always love. Love is a command, it's not a feeling. So you have to live a life of love. That's when you won't treat any human being like grass. In spite of their belief, in spite of their race, in spite of their gender, in spite of their sex, in spite of their behavior, you don't have the right to treat anybody like trash. Then you are operating outside of the, of the remains of God's word and God will punish you. All right. Can we take it forward a little bit? So he says that the word of God, let's read, finish the text, verse 25. Verse 25 says that, but the word, say but. but. Say but. but. Say but. but. But the word of God abides forever. Endures forever. Now this is the word which the pastor has been preaching. You don't think the word of God is somewhere. It's in the preaching. It's in the gospel which was preached to you. The word is inside the gospel. And that thing abides forever. So then when you listen to the gospel and you connect yourself, you commit your flower into the gospel, you have secured your future. Commit your marriage into the gospel. When you study the Bible very carefully, in Genesis, you see, the I'll, I'll go, I'll, but let me say this. God puts so much, or the Bible puts so much value on marriage. The Bible puts so much value on marriage. So then, if marriage is misrepresented to you, it's going to disadvantage your life. Actually, the Bible puts value on marriage or emphasis and stresses on the importance of marriage in three areas, in three ways. Number one, when you study the Bible very carefully, the history of man starts with marriage and ends with marriage. In the Bible, uh, God saw that it was not good for Adam to be alone. So he said, oh, Genesis chapter 2 verse 18, I, I, I just feel like preaching now. He said, I will make for him a helper. She for God said, I, marriage is God's idea. Please, don't come and tell us what God should be doing. Marriage is God's idea. He said, I will make for him. Adam was minding his business, but he wasn't complete. And God said, I, I will make for him a helper. Adam was living in a, such a wonderful environment. Everything was is like Beulah land. Amazing. Everything was utopia. Uh, the river, the trees, the scenery, everything. The animals were even friendly. You can be walking with a lion. And then you, oh, wonderful atmosphere. What else can you ask for? Everything was wonderful. Money was never a problem. Bible says there was, the, the gold in the land was good. The land of Havilah. Genesis chapter 2, verse 14, 13, 14. Said, and the gold of that land was good. What? It's not this ordinary gold. It's, this, it's good gold. The gold of the, that, that land is good. Bedellium and onyx stone were uh, there. Proper onyx stone. Bedellium. There. Adam had everything. But then God said, You have everything, but there's something that makes you incomplete. He said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make for him a, 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 a helper suitable. So God, it was God's idea. And it was God who prepared the wife. Allow God to prepare you for a husband. Trying to make yourself so, hey, you're going to do, uh, is it that thing they do to make their book different? What's it called? Book, book, bread? Yeah. Augmentation implant so that a guy can like you. No, you are preparing yourself for it. God always prepares a bride 
for his disciple. It's God who prepares Eve for Adam. God, God, God made Eve for Adam. Eve, let God make you. Expose yourself to God's word. Let him make you. Adam, don't, don't rush. Let God bring you and Eve. God makes Eve and brought her to Adam. Ah! God himself said, hey, Adam, here, Eve. He hasn't stopped it. And God sets the ground, the ground rules for their relationship. Not them. God set it. It's God who set it. So for, for this time, said, God said that a man, verse 24, a man shall therefore leave his father and mother and be cleave. So you have to leave and cleave to the wife because he says that when a man marries, the relation with his wife is the highest of all relations. Any other relationship is subject. So he said, get married. When you get, once you get married, your re- marital relationship overshadows any other relationship, not your parents' relationship. So leave and cleave. God, God, God just said it. He said the order. He said the terms. It's not Adam. But so the Bible places value and emphasis on marriage because human history starts with marriage. And Revelation chapter 19, verse 6 to 9, it ends with marriage. Can you imagine all the blessings you want? Oh, 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 this is this is good. Listen. All the testimonies you've been sharing. I've got a good job. I've got a promotion. I've got this. I've got, I've got, I've been cleared of cancer. I've been cleared of sicknesses. I've bought a house. I've got, this is all blessed. Will you eat the house? <laughs> After a while, you need a better house. Yeah. After a house, you need another one. You need that. So it doesn't end. So all the good things that we can enjoy from God on earth, everything that is happening, is all culminating in one big event. Your own, my own, her own, his own, their own, our own. Everything that is, all the good things that is happening, all the blessings is just preparing us for a certain day. Yeah. All the blessings that God pours on our life is preparing us for a day. One day. Can you imagine? One day. So then how can you hold on to that blessing and forget about every other thing that God is actually working towards? When you are in university and you attend lectures and you enjoy that, today's lectures, oh, it was so good. How many of you have experienced that before? Today's lectures, ah, I don't, or you go for uh, lessons or something. I enjoyed it too much. That's, that's good. But it's actually pointing to your degree. Until you get your degree and your graduation, really, all that is good is good. Please forget it. There is a certain last event in the uni that is coming. And that is the most important event in your uni. When you finish, if you have not attended it and got your degree, graduated, so after all that is happening, where is it going? Read your Bible. It started with marriage and it's going to end with marriage. In Revelation chapter 19, verse 6, verse 7, verse 8, and verse 9, he says, And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, omnipotent reigns. The next verse, let us be glad and rejoice, and give glory to him. Why? For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife, has made herself ready. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said the wife to her and to her it was granted to be arrayed like a bride. Not the way a bride is coming. Some of you are going to be such a beautiful bride. Yeah. Beautiful bride. He said arrayed, to be to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright for the linen is the righteous acts of the saints. They're wearing it. Look at the, the next verse. Then, then said he to me, right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. If you miss that one, all the, the blessing of blessing, that's where it's ending. You have gone to uni, you've gone to school, you never graduated. No degree, disgrace rather, If you are 
applying for a job. He said, I, I, I have a degree in that, that, that. They want to see it. Where is it? They have, where is it? He said, oh no, I didn't graduate. But I've, I've studied everything. <laughs> I've studied all. I did all my assignments. I was one of the best in the class. But no graduation. I didn't get any degree, but I know it. It does not work like that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So the end of everything is the marriage you be. He said, blessed are they who are invited. Ah! Blessed are, you know, during graduation, some people are not allowed to. <laughs> they are not allowed to graduate. Yeah, because you didn't pass. It's ending in marriage. It starts, the human history, so long as the Bible is concerned, starts with marriage, ends in marriage. That's why, that's why marriage is so essential. That's one of the areas God or the Bible places emphasis on marriage. Second area God, can I talk about this? Second reason why God talks, uh, uh, area God, uh, the Bible places emphasis, importance of marriage is in sick. Reflecting marriage between a husband and wife to Christ and the church. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for the church. That he might sanctify her, presenting her, uh, uh, sanctify and cleanse her and wash it, uh, with, uh, uh, cleanse her with the washing of water. You see the water? See the water? What's the water? The water is the word of God. Washing her with the water by the word. Why? That he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish, that she should be holy. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife. Uh, but, so are you talking about church or you are talking about husband and wife? He said, we are totally talking about husband and wife. But husband and wife, marriage between men, human beings, amongst human beings, is reflection of something bigger. Mm. It's something bigger. Look at the next verse. For no one ever hates his own flesh, but nourishes and nourishes and cherishes just as the Lord, he's talking about marriage. Then he said, the church, God. He said, the Lord, the church. He's talking about marriage. So it's like, it's like, watch this. I'm about to drop something very big. Many Christians don't value marriage. No wonder they don't understand their relationship with Christ better. There is no way. Listen, this is a big statement that is bigger than here. There is no way. You can appreciate and understand your relationship and the relationship between Christ and the church. And for that matter, your relationship with Christ. If you don't get it, what the, the significance of marriage. So if, if Satan wants to attack how you see our relationship with Christ, all he has to do is attack how marriage looks like to you. So it's, a, it's a bigger problem than you think. It's a bigger problem. Than, oh, now these people are divorcing. Shut up. That's not what we are talking about. We are talking about the institution of marriage in itself. You can't be a proper Christian if you don't understand marriage from biblical perspective. <laughs> Is that too strong? Are you catching something? Does it, does it ring a bell why Satan is after marriage? It's not about male and female. It's about Christ and church. God's eternal plan is about, it's typified and it's exemplified and it's reflected and demonstrated and portrayed properly in marriage. So Satan said, let's wipe it out. Let, let's mess it up. Let's mess it up. You mess up people's understanding relationship with Christ. So you see someone calls himself a church leader, a pastor, a man of God, whatever title, and downplays marriage. They don't know Christ. 
They don't understand the Bible. Alright, so marriage is a picture. Say a picture. So some of you, don't let a day, Valentine's Day, blind you from God's word. Because how you, I've been feeling lonely. Sort it out, please. Don't mess your future. Sort, sort your emotional problems out. Nobody can do it for you. That guy will use you and dump you. That lazy lady will just use you and dump you. Because, let's be honest, let's be frank. How many of us, when you want to, make a friend. You are looking for someone who is depressed to be your friend. <laughs> someone who has emotional issues. Every time crying and complaining. Please, you know, you like people, but really, you can't take the bed. Let alone someone who you want to call your bestie. So, if you think your loneliness will be solved by a girlfriend or a boyfriend, the truth is it will be compounded. Because, because if you are cold and you are you don't understand how temperature works. You are cold. So you say the place is too cold. Please the temperature Please bring it down. Bring the temperature down. It's too cold. Huh? No, no, rather it should go up. No, he said, no, if you go up, I'm cold. Don't make it wild. No, no, no. When we are going, taking temperature up, we are not increasing the coldness. But if you don't understand it, you will say that if you increase the temperature, you are increasing the coldness. So please reduce the temperature and you are freezing. You are compounding the matter because you have not identified how to solve that loneliness. So... You've been waiting for Valentine's Day. For what? For what? Don't you have a life? Valentine's Day is only one day. Out of 365 days or 66 days. One day will not change your story. It rather can end you up being depressed and depressed and depressed and depressed and... Because the day will come. Have you noticed that after Christmas, statistically, from NHS, depression goes up. January, particularly the end of January. Depression is high. Anyone who works in mental health session, that is the crisis moment. After Christmas, not Christmas has not got, I'm not talking on the one that has got to do with God. I'm talking about festivities and partying and bills and stuff. After that, So, after Valentine's night, do you know who smiles, who laughs? Hotel manager. <laughs> Restaurant owners. <laughs> yes. The flowers are Whatever you are boasting of today, tomorrow it will fall. Unless you embed it, baptize it with the word of God. <laughs> Quickly, three ways Bible puts emphasis, highlights for marriage. One, why? The history of man starts with marriage. And number two, it reflects the relationship between Christ and the church. If I didn't finish reading Ephesians chapter 5, verse 30, permit me, please, my time, but permit me. For we are members of his body, his flesh, and of his bone. Of his flesh. And look at it. For this reason, isn't that what God said in Adam's day? A man shall leave his, leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Look at 32. He said, this is a great mystery. But I speak, so, so watch this. Marriage is a mystery. But it is actually reflecting something. It's reflecting what? Christ in the church. So when people say, oh, marriage, nine, this, this is important. Yeah, I can understand because it's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Reflecting Christ in the church. Number three. Hebrews chapter 13, verse four and five. I don't think you are ready for this one. 
Are you sure you are ready for this one? Let's all read it together. Let's go. Let's read it again. Can we have the ladies to read it? Ladies, let's read it. Let's go. The last bat from the bat. If you have good memory, look at a lady, look at a gentleman and read that bit to them. <laughs> now, <laughs> now let the guys read it. Guys, let's go. From the bat. Bat. Look at a lady and read it to her. <laughs> if I were you, I would put that on my status. Yeah. On my DP. Yeah. So when they are messaging me, they remember this one. When they look at your pictures and evil comes into their mind, they remember this one. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take a nice picture, very, very graceful picture of yours. That, that shows your flower. You know what I say? How, how handsome you are. How pretty you are. It's nice to look nice. Take it and then pose. Not in a, in a, in a, a sensual, slatful way. Remove all those pictures of yours. It is reducing your value in the sight of wise men. You look at any woman who, who, is a, who is excessively sensual. No man commits to their future. They just use you because that's the statement you make. You are like Uber. All right. But, well, watch this. He said, marriage is honorable. In other words, God enjoys human beings, every human being, everywhere, any community society, to esteem marriage. And he says that it's amongst all, honorable, among all, and the babies don't defile marriage. He said, however, fornicators and adulterers, God, he didn't say will be judged. He didn't say, he said, I will do it personally. I will do it. Chief police officer said, leave them for me. I'm going for them myself. He was not sending other police officers. He said, me chief, I'm going myself. God said, personally, I'm going to judge who is a fornicator. Someone who is engaging in sexual activities outside of marriage. UK, let's hear it. Word of God, if you don't like the word of God, that's fine. But you Pay for it with your nose. You pay for it. Because your flowers will fall. Whatever is flowery around your life is fast falling. You are on your way to ground zero. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I okay? Some people will be upset. Can you say, excuse me? You didn't call me. God called me. It's a word of God. Advice forever. Listen, you can kill me, but you can't kill the word of God. You can fight me, but the word will prevail. Bible says, so mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Acts chapter 19 verse 20. The word will prevail. Because in the beginning was the word. And the word abides forever. Think we are for Valentine's Day, so we are coming to just have fun and guests dress nice. And you, you are in the name of church, but you are very lustful. In the name of we are coming together, but you have your own lustful. No, it's human. It's human to have lust. But our job when we come together is uphold the word of God. That is the only thing that can help our flower, not to fall quickly, even though it will still fall. The flowers are falling. 
So what's the third reason? From that scripture, God actually has put injunction, has committed punishment for anybody, any group of people, any community, any society that defiles marriage, God said, I'll take them all. Any group of people, anybody, any persons, any community, any society, any church, any religion that defies marriage, God said, me, I'll take them all. Mark these prophetic ways. That's how much God places value on marriage because it is the Bible approves marriage very high. Not because of romance, but because it's a mystery that is pointing to something ultimate. Let's not spoil it by replacing it with just feelings and romance. There's more to you than feelings. There's more to you than your body. There's more to you than someone kissing you. There's more to you than just having money. There's more to you than just looking nice. There's more to you than just having an education. There's more to you. There's more to you. You are an eternal being created in the image of God for a divine assignment on this earth. Final scripture. John 15, 13. Greater love has no man than this. Talk about love. Let's define love properly then. Let's already allow. Let's go. Lay down his life. The Greek word life is suki. Your soul life. That's where you feel your emotions, your thoughts, your will. That's your soul life. You lay it down for another. I love the way I feel. I'm really upset. Lay it down for another. My prayer. Lay it down for another. We talk about Valentine. What life are you? What are you laying your life down for others? In John chapter, can I can I quote and finish? My time, my time is up. In John chapter, I'm going to quote very quickly. So those of you who are writing, John chapter 10, verse 11. John 10, 11, he said, a good shepherd, a, he said, talks about a good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd gives his life. That is the same, lays down his life. Now, that life is the suke. But when you look at the stem, the stem talks about, I came, that you might have life. And that life that he's talking about is zoe. So he laid down his suke so we can have zoe. What are you talking about? He laid down his natural life so that we can have the divine life. That's the essence of working in church. So that God can bless somebody through your service. You lay down your life. So John chapter 10 verse 11. It talks about lay down your life. John chapter 10 verse 15. Talks about lay down your life. Verse 17. Talks about lay down your life. John chapter 10 verse 18. Laying down your life. It's there in the scripture. Very clear. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, talks about laying down your life. And in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 12, I like that. Isaiah 50, because he poured out his soul unto death. Poured it out for us to benefit. Greater love. When we talk about Valentine, Christians, let's point to that. Greater love has no man than this. That a man should lay down his life. Sacrifice your pride. Sacrifice your ego. Sacrifice your feelings. Sacrifice it for somebody. So someone can serve God. Someone can catch God. Someone can do well. Shout hallelujah. Yeah. That's Valentine for you. I rest my case. The flowers, the flowers, don't forget to connect your life to what abides forever. Connect your temporal to the permanent in Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to the amazing message. We pray your life can never be the same. 
Don't forget to like and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube and to listen to more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms. You can also connect with David Entry and our youth ministry on social media. Find David Entry on Instagram and TikTok at davidentry underscore and find our youth ministry at Caris Phase 2 on Instagram and TikTok and at Caris on Campus on Snapchat. Be blessed.